0: Thank <laughs> Welcome to the Dark Domain. This bonus episode was produced in partnership between the Dark Domain podcast and the Mars on Life podcast, and is a continuation of our tarot episode. In order to give listeners the full experience, our guests agreed to do some readings for this podcast. If you haven't listened to the first part of the tarot series, I recommend you stop here, listen to it, and then come back. The readings won't change while you're gone. First, we have Jenna, who offers virtual tarot readings through her Instagram page, bell, book, and tarot she did a general collective reading for the audience.
1: Okay, so the overall theme for the end of the year is going to be signified by the Four of Swords. This is typically a card that we see when we have a lot of mental burnout. With the way this year has been going, there's a lot of people who have been thrown more challenges and more trials and tribulations that they have thought necessary. There's been a lot of illness this year. There's been a lot of invalidation for people's feelings or thoughts. So for this last stretch of the year, coming from um, Halloween on, you are going to have to prioritize rest. You are going to have to prioritize self-care. For this last stretch of the year, um, there is a heightened sense of you not feeling in connection with your body, Um, that's because you have taken on way too much through this year, and you're burning yourself out, you've burned the the candle down to both ends, there's really not much left as far as stamina goes, but you will make it through, you just need to really prioritize that rest and relaxation um, for people who have been kind of fighting with their significant other. Things are going to get better. It's just, it's in the messy period right now. It, it will clear itself up by the end of the year, though. Um, we have the Two of Wands coming in next. Um, once again, this is a card of pause, of appreciation. You really don't have to do much for the end of the year. Um, as far as big plans and things like that, hold off on it on it until next year because you're not, you just don't have the mental fortitude or the stamina to get it done in these last few months. So I want you to prioritize rest, plan for next year. You can use the last few months just to recuperate and recover. Um, with the two of ones, I am seeing the news and messages that you've been hoping to get this year. They are going to come in before the year ends. Probably two months from now, so what that's... Yeah, December, so you're going to be getting good news coming in December, probably second week, second week of December, around then, Um, so you're going to be getting the good news coming in, in December, but just, you don't have to make big plans, you might feel like you have a lot of things to tie up, any loose ends that need to be wrapped up, don't worry about that, they'll sort themselves out. Now, the nine of ones this one's coming in with the outcome for this year and this nine of wands is saying that you have felt like you have just been beaten and battered down this year but you've made it you've made it this far the worst is over with this year and you can you can work on that recovery process you can work on healing all of those injuries and those wounds that you've gathered over this year this year has been tough for everyone so don't feel bad if you feel like you know you've had worse off than other people. We've all had it bad. You're still here. You feel like a wounded warrior. That's okay Because you're coming back out of the Sierra life Maybe a little more bruised you might be a little more battered, but you're still making it out of it So give yourself a pat on the back really Congratulate yourself through going through those challenges Because if the challenges weren't there you're not moving forward with progress. Just like in a video game, we get to the boss battle, it's because we're moving forward, you know, we're doing what we have to do. You're only hitting those boss battles because you're leveled up enough to see it. You've hit all those stages, so, you know, be proud of yourself for the work that you have done this year. Even if you have to leave some things behind, it's okay. So it's challenging this two of wands um, with this spread that I do. Um, Our challenge card for the end of the year is feeling like you're being rushed. And you're trying to jump into far too many projects at once, and you don't have to do that. Um, also, for people with this Knight of Wands, he's a little—he's a little flirtatious. He's really flighty, um, but this is a card of fear of commitments. So don't be messing around with things unless you can really commit to it. But this Two of Wands, that the Knight of Wands is challenging, It's saying you're not ready to jump into those things. You know, just. Give it a rest. Be patient. You're going to see a lot of people before the year ends who have met somebody and they're like, oh, we're going to get married. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't rush anything before the year ends, please. Just wait it out. It will be better. Um, With this Knight of Wands challenging this two of wands, yeah, you really are feeling like you need to get everything done right now. You don't have to. This Knight of Wands, he has a fear of commitment. He has a fear of not pleasing other people. This is a card of people-pleasing, so I want you to be mindful of that when you are taking all this rest and recuperation for yourself, that you're not going to go immediately, you know, not to be completely ironic, as jump into the saddle and get back into those people-pleasing attributes that put you in this position of the Four of Swords, which is the mental, you know, challenge card. It's a card of mental burnout. Do you have that mental burnout because you're people pleasing? Do you have this mental fatigue because you have been carrying and fighting all these other people's battles, but you have left nothing in the reserve for your own? This Knight of Wands wants to be the hero. This is Prince Charming and Shrek. This is what this card is. This is Prince Charming and Shrek, okay? My tarot reader is going to be like, you know, yeah, now I can't not see him that way. You're welcome. chill out for the last little bit of this year i'm giving you permission to rest i am giving you permission to recover get yourself back to this place where should you have to go fight a dragon go save a fair damsel you're going to be able to do that with the confidence that you're doing it for you and that you're not doing it to please other people because this is what got you into this mess this year. This is why everything feels so personal is because you're simply doing it to please the people around you. There's this weird thing this year with validation, with attention and things of that nature. It's because we are so out of touch with what we want in life that we're now just fixating on other people's desires, other people's wants. So-and-so has this desire. I'm going to make that my entire personality because they are getting the attention that I crave. Well, the way you can fix that is by figuring out what you want to do, taking a pause, taking a step back into your own interests and getting into it that way. But this people-pleasing has put you... In that, in that sense, that you know, you're just you're burnt out, and you're doing it because you need to be of service for other people for you to feel validated. So, for the end of this year, rest, recover. Don't worry about finishing everything. Not everything needs to be finished. You can have works and projects for years, but all of this, everything I'm seeing, you just you want to rush and get it done, and it doesn't have to be done. There's nothing here that says the projects that you're you're working on have to be finished this year. You can leave them for next year. It's okay. You're going to be in a better mental headspace next year to finish those projects, to start those projects, to continue on your journey. You're going to be in a better place next year. Give yourself a break for the rest of this year enjoy the holidays enjoy spending time with people who fill you up who feed your senses who make you feel good and like the hero that you want to be but don't be a hero to everybody else because you are taking away their karma they have to be a hero to themselves
0: i know i asked for a very general reading but that sounds very pointed towards me like just listening to it. it sounds very pointed this deck is is attacking me personally.
1: You know, this is why I use this one, because he attacks everyone. (laughs) He attacks me. Is there anything you want to know for the collective? Is there anything else that you want to know? Any last messages for people?
0: Considering, like, how this this year might not have been the healthiest for people with a lot of burnout, what is a good way to try to to get to that healthy place, or to, to recognize the good signs and things that we, sh- or, or when we're ready to kind of go back into it.
1: That's a great question. So the way you're going to do that is with the Knight of Pentacles. And this is a very slow moving card. We have a Knight who's very fast. He's very impulsive, who wants to get things done simply to look good to other people. But how you're going to feel ready is with the quiet confidence of the Knight of Pentacles. This is typically signified as a person who is the proverbial learner through life. So once you have that interest, you're gonna to wanna to move slow through it. This is a lifelong process, this is not a trend. But you are gonna give yourself that time and you're gonna treat yourself with that patience and with that nurturing that comes from being a student. So when you want to get back into the swing of things, just remember that everyone is a beginner at something. We're never going to master everything in this lifetime, and that's okay. But to go slow with it, to plan out our steps, that's when you're going to be able to combat that burnout because you're having the correct approach to it. And the correct approach is to learn about it but not to master it because even then, the idea of mastering something is subjective to other people. They can have one lesson. They're like, cool, I'm going to master this. You have people who are taking lifelong studies and something, and they're still feeling like, well, I don't know everything I could know. So it's a a matter of perspective, but the healthiest way to combat this burnout is to just be patient and slow with it. Um, Five of Swords and Death, um, Five of Swords is saying that you don't have to be embarrassed because you're not reaching the milestones of people around you. I do feel like with both of these nights here, that a lot of the collective they are racing against other people. And it's because of the competition and the comparisons we see with social media. Like I had told you in our last, um, you know, uh, interview, all of the swords can represent social media. So with the five of swords, with this comparison and you're hitting yourself against someone else, That just, because everyone else seems to be at different milestones, you might feel like you have to work that much harder to reach what they are based on what their social media says so to help with that burnout is just know that it's fake it's for entertainment value you know that's not their life what they show is what they want you to see but to have that comparison it's not needed you're just you're hurting yourself more when you compare yourself to someone else because that person is never going to see the comparison they're never going to see the mental turmoil you put yourselves in when you're burning yourself out trying to reach the stage they're at with death coming in, remember I told you, death is not a literal death card. This is simply a change, but with with the end of this year coming in, you are no longer gonna have that need to compete with other people. You're not gonna have that desire to people, please. You're gonna be doing everything with a clean slate and a clean perspective of you're gonna go through life slowly now. We, with this entire year is just this mental race and burnout we're trying to make up for lost time if we look at it differently, that we had all of this time this year to, you know, find out what our interests are, to find out what our emotional languages are, we had this entire year to utilize, but instead we wasted it by comparing it with other people, and a lot of the collective is like this, it's not just one singular person, it's not just two people, but a lot of people have been doing that because with things with, like, COVID, And just things around the world, there's such a comparison because of social media. So with death coming in, this is saying change the perspective. Change how you see yourself and what your role in life is. Are you living your life for you or are you living your life for other people?
0: Does the deck have any final messages for us?
1: All right. Give us one last message. Let's try Okay, also, last message, everyone's financial situations are going to be much better by the end of the year. By the end of the year, we are going to be seeing such an influx of not only financial abundance, but financial security. We are going to be in so much of a better place by the end of this year than we currently are right now. Because with the Two of Pentacles, I see there's a lot of juggling with material security, with financial security, and with what makes us feel worthy as people. So depending on whether you are you know, a people pleaser, like we discussed, or you might be someone who works themselves to the bone because your, your value in a company is only determined by how much money you make. So all of that is gonna be balanced out because we have strength coming in, and it's so interesting, I don't know if you'll be able to see it on the video, but we have the infinity sign right here with the two of pentacles, but we also have the infinity sign over the figure's head. So no matter what you're going through this year, and up until the end of the year, you are still going to be abundant with everything you do. There's going to be an infinite amount of resources that you can tap into by the end of the year. And then with the Eight of Pentacles coming in as our final card, all of your financial worries are going to be gone. Because you're making the steps to repair that. And you're putting in the effort that you don't want to live like this anymore. You don't want to have to feel scared of having bills or not being able to work enough I'm hearing work smarter not harder so you might be changing up career decisions you might be changing up jobs and that also once again goes with that feeling of burnout because whatever you've been doing hasn't been working and I was just thinking of this earlier I was doing a reading for someone else and what I was seeing with their with their cards is that there's been so many of us have been doing the same thing hoping to get different answers or get a different outcome and it's just not working so by the end of this year we're going to have that clean slate we're going to have that confidence and that mental assurance that if we try something new it's going to produce the results we want because we are no longer acting out of fear we're no longer acting out of desperation because this knight of pentacles and strength coming in now is saying that no matter what we do, we are living a life for us now. We are living. I'm living a life for me. You're living a life for you. We're not doing things, hopefully, just to get attention from other people. If they notice us, great. If not, it's not the end of the world. But the end of this year is going to mark that. Um, and you are going to be seeing a lot of people changing careers, how they tackle jobs and things like that. But the financial worries that a lot of people in the collective are feeling will rectify themselves by the end of the year. It's going to be fixed. People are not going to have to worry about money too much longer. And it it does start with the mindset, too. Because if you're living out of a mindset of desperation and poverty, you're always going to see that. Even if you have a good paycheck, but if you have that mindset of poverty, it's never going to be enough. So this final message, finances are looking good. The way you handle challenges is going to be a lot more positive and things are going to be turning for the better by the end of the year things are going to be significantly better than how it started
0: so it sounds like from from all three questions that the overall message of this reading is is what's needed is a reset focus on yourself stop trying to people please and if you follow this path then next year is going to be a lot more positive and healthy. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um is there a certain technique or kind of reading that you, you did for this specific reading? Like I know for some people they do like a past, present, future reading or they have like a different technique they'll they'll again I don't know too much, but I know there are certain like kinds of, of pulls or draws and, and some people do certain things. So was there a technique that you used in particular this time?
1: It's it's a spread that do a lot on my page um it's more of an intuitive spread so it doesn't really have certain placements i read it more of storytelling like this is what we're currently in is card number one What we're coming into is card number two, card number three is the outcome, and then our fourth card, and you can see this on my page, it's the four card spread, I can even tag you in one of them, that fourth card is what is challenging our present moment, it's challenging what we need to do in order to move on to that outcome, so like with our first question, we have the two of wands, which is saying patience, but the knight of wands, which is a very impulsive, feisty card, is challenging that. So it's that need to keep going. What are you running from? Why don't you want to stay still? That's what the challenge comes in, and that's what we need to pull mindful of. So, yeah, it's just a very intuitive reading. I, I kind of suck at structuring my readings for other people. Um, but that's the beauty of tarot, you know. You can lay down the cards in whatever way. If it makes sense to the reader, that's all it needs to do.
0: Okay, Um Is there anything else that you'd like to add about this reading? Anything you'd like to say? Um,
1: Just to kind of, you know, circle back, just don't feel bad if you leave this year with unfinished projects. We've gone through hell in a handbasket for the past couple of years. Be proud of yourself for what you've gotten done. There's a lot of people who did not get the opportunities that you had this year. So really, end this year with gratitude that you're here, with what you've gone through, it has made you stronger. I promise you, none of this has been for waste. You just you have to change your perspective. If you look at every single challenge as a punishment, you're never gonna get any further in life. If you see a challenge as an opportunity to do better, to show the world that people can be better, that's when it makes life easier. But just don't don't beat yourself up for the rest of the year we've had a lot of shit happen in the past two years and it's okay if you take a break you can always go back to it there's you have all the time in the world don't worry about this last few months you have next year you have the day after this reading comes out you have whenever you want don't race against an invisible clock the
2: clock doesn't exist
0: Next is a reading done for us by Jessica from the Old World Emporium in New Hall, California. Similar to Jenna's, this was also a collective general reading.
3: The question is how best to maximize success and happiness in a pandemic era. I did a three card pool. The first card is what to focus on. Here we get the page of pentacles. I feel this is telling us to hustle, keep open, multiple avenues um, of what inspires you even if you don't know if it's possible give it really true time in your mind to go over it and to think on it and figure out how you can make it work don't just give it up just as a oh that's a fancy thought but I can't do it believe in yourself really think that you can do it and see what you can do to make it work the second card I got, I pulled was for what to watch out for. Here we get the Page of Swords. Really, I feel it's telling us don't bring yourself out. If you're being dragged down by something, really look at it. Pay attention to it. If, is it serving you any longer? I, it, this is a time of like, let's revive. Get rid of that which doesn't serve you. Focus on the things that really spark your inspiration and make you want to continue doing something the last one I did, how to maintain. Here we get the star. This circles back to believing in yourself and your plans. If you're nurturing that which sparks something inside of you, it will grow. It will be everything you wanted and more. So really, again, like every card here really just shows me that right now, we're kind of coming to the end of this always needs to be a nine to five job with the routine. And We have this big, open, vastness in front of us that we can utilize to do what really makes us happy. Take this time to really work on what makes you happy, not just what brings your money in. Because if you're working at what really makes you happy, it will, in turn, be your success. Because you love it. You're doing it out of a sense of love and commitment. Um, while I was doing this, a card did jump out of the deck, and this was the Four of Cups. Uh, jump out cards usually mean there's maybe something that you need to know that you didn't necessarily ask. Um, I feel this was just like I only did a three card pool, so I feel the fourth one was just kind of it wanted to caveat onto it. And um, for this card, I really feel it's a reminder that community is key as well. While you should be focusing on doing what sparks your interest, surround yourself with people that have similar wants and similar things and goals as you, because that's just going to make a stronger foundation at the end. Having so many different people breathing into creation this amazing thing.
0: And finally, we have Mystic Dylan. As was discussed in the full tarot episode, readings are often very personal and personalized experiences, and since both of the previous readings were general, I decided that this one should be a more intimate experience. The most requested type of reading is a relationship reading, so at Mystic Dylan's suggestion, that is what we did. Now, while I will neither comment on how accurate or inaccurate the reading was, nor offer more details about myself other than the few tidbits I give during the recording, for better or worse, I give you carte blanche to judge me as you see fit.
2: Let's do it. Make two piles. Just any, any. Mm-hmm. Just split the deck in two. Awesome. Pick a pile you want to use for the reading. Perfect. Hand it to me. And let's go ahead and pick six cards. Stack them one on top of each other, face down. Six. Perfect. This is where you are. These are the obstacles that you face when it comes to relationship. This is what you need to do. Okay? So. Where you are now, I don't count reverse cards, as we talked about in the podcast, as to why. So this is a Marseille deck that I'm using, okay? So you get the high priestess, okay? Where you are right now, having a difficult time trusting your intuition. Do people like me? Are people attracted to me? If I reach out to this person, will it go well? There's a need for more confidence, and I think you really need to work on your intuition and gut instincts and trust that, Okay? The obstacles that you face, the 10 of coins is more about, you know, 10 of coins is a card of prosperity and and completion. With this being your obstacle, I feel like you have a hard time trying to complete what it is that you want. You have a hard time where your fear of completion, I think your fear of accepting what you're going to achieve. Okay. Um, To me, this goes to confidence, having more confidence in yourself, thinking, you know, I'm an attractive person. I I have the ability to achieve what I want. Someone is going to be attracted to me and like me for who I am. Okay. What you can achieve, literally, the lover's card. Isn't that interesting? So once you have that confidence in yourself, once you work on your intuition, once you learn the game, I see you achieving this, okay? I feel like your nerves and your lack of confidence get in the way of... uh, And communication, your fear of communication, get in the way of achieving this, okay? You have to have more self-confidence, okay? When it comes to the next three months, there's someone from your past that you need to remove, and there's someone new that you need to focus on, okay? So, looking here, you get the nine of swords. The nine of swords is a card of anxiety and obstacles. Okay. You have to remove that. You have to focus on that next step. Okay. You also get the strength card. Notice how a lot of your cards require work, but it's not so much other people. I think this is self-work that you have to do on your own. OK, the force card. Ha- so I did. How are you going to achieve this relationship? You got strength. Stepping outside of your comfort zone. Dating app, going on dates, asking people out, pursuing something, talking to people in social settings, things like that. Um, being like, you know what? I know this is weird, but I like you. I feel a vibe. Would you want to go to coffee? However you want to do it. OK. And then you got the emperor. And to me, I think that there is a a quality of you that you're withholding. So exploring new things. Maybe there's a side of yourself that you're interested in or you've always wanted to explore. The emperor is telling you to be selfish, to explore it. And also stop putting so much focus on what other people may think. Okay? If there's something that you want to do, if there's something that you've been willing to try or do something, go for that. Okay? Um, The emperor is all about control. And it's all about he is, he is the dominant. He's the top of the pyramid. So there is kind of this... He he fulfills his needs. Um, considering that this is a relationship reading, this has to go with needs that you may have like sexually, emotionally, whatever the case may be. And I think that is something worth exploring. So that's something that the cards kind of resonate and, and say that you need to do. Um, I don't see... While you have the potential to have a monogamous relationship, it does look to me that more exploration is required. Stepping outside of your comfort zone, talking to people, having conversations with people. Um, There is someone who is attracted to you, um, but I don't necessarily know that they are going to be a romantic partner. I feel like they are a stepping stone or someone that could just really just help with your confidence, help you get out of your shell. Okay. So, let's go ahead and have you pull three more cards. Do you have a question you want to ask on top of that? Anything for clarification? When you say that someone new, is
0: it someone new that's come in recently, or someone new coming soon?
2: I see someone new coming soon. I think there are people that that you may have a, a bond with that could, that, you know, there's some exploration there. I don't necessarily know that that is going to be a relationship per se. Um, I do see dating and I, and I do see you kind of making connections. Um, But remember, it all goes back to that strength card. It comes from you, you know? Um, And let's do three more cards. Okay. This is the next three months. Okay. What you need to look out for. And what you need to meditate on, okay? So the next three months, the King of Coins. I don't see you lacking or being lonely. If you were to take initiative, I see you finding relationships. Um, I do feel that there are some things that you need to explore on a romantic, uh, romantically, because you got the Emperor, you got the King of Coins. This isn't other people. This is more yourself. What are you in line with? What qualities are you attracted to? What do you see in a partner? Kind of go for that. Um, The other thing that I see here, what you need to look out for, um, you got the seven of swords. Don't let your heart get broken. Don't put a lot of responsibility. You may have to compartmentalize sex and love. Okay? Separate that. Know that you can have a physical attraction to someone and be physically intimate with someone. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you will have a romantic relationship with them. I feel like that that either may prove difficult for you or maybe you conflate the two. So take a look at that. Um, watch out for people that are flirting or may lead you astray. Watch out for people that may just have a physical intimate relationship with you and doesn't want anything stronger, vice versa. So take a look at those things. Um, And then the card to meditate on is the page of swords maturity. So when it comes to relationships, I feel like there's a lot of growth available to you. And I think that there's a lot of growing that happens. Have you had many? What's the longest relationship you've had? Six months. Boo. (laughs) How old are you? 27. Okay. Okay. So there we go. So you just kind of have to go. You, you have to go after that and, and explore those options. Okay? And I'll give you one more card that will have to do with a relationship. And this will just kind of be an overall theme. So pick one. Okay. And look at that. You get the King of Swords. So eventually you will level up, okay. I hate to beat a dead horse, but if you look at the cards, it's all about that sense of confidence. One, look at the cards that you're not getting: cups, emotions, okay. So whenever a suit is missing, it usually means that it's it's not necessary, or that's not what you need to work on. You don't need to work on love. You don't need to work on, you know, understanding people's emotions. It really is, you got a lot of swords. So swords is conflict, and I think it's more the eternal conflict. Getting over pain from someone who might have left you or a relationship gone wrong. Getting your head out of the clouds when it comes to nostalgia. Um, You know, comparing yourself to, comparing future partners to previous partners. What is this person thinking about? Why don't they like me? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, The other thing, too, I think, when it comes to the physical and, and intimacy that is something to work with too, you know, where, where do you see yourself? You know, what do you like? What do you enjoy? And, and I hate, I'm not saying you need to be a little manho, Um, but I think, I think there's more work that needs to be done before you get attached to someone on an emotional level.
0: Do you have any other questions? Well, it just seems like overall what the theme so far is saying is that What I've been doing thus far is not working for me. And
2: And yes, so that makes me ask, what have you been doing thus far?
0: Uh, Currently, it's mostly been either dating apps or like people that I've known over the years and like seeing if chasing those rabbit holes. So here's what I will
2: say. I don't see you. I don't think it's anyone you know. I think it's new people. So... I'm not going to say no to dating apps. I think dating apps are on the right track, but I think it has to be dating apps and dating apps and going out and meeting new people, dating apps and going to social events, dating apps and getting a few of your friends and going to a fair or a market or the mall or I don't know, some mm-hmm. something like that. Um And just really putting yourself in social settings, going to groups, whatever, uh, because it isn't someone you know. Now, I think there are people you know that are attracted to you, but I don't think that they have the emotional stability and maturity to be in a relationship with you. So, like, I feel like you may know someone who's down to get dirty Um, And be like a friend with benefits, but like this isn't going to be someone that you're a lifelong partner with. Make sense? Right, right. Um, So, yes, continue putting yourself out there. And really, I think it's the – I'll ask you this. On the dating apps and and stuff, do you get discouraged a lot? Like like if you date someone and then nothing falls through, like do you get frustrated and you're like – Used to be
0: that like that. It, okay. It, more recently, it's I've had a better streak. Good. And things have gone places, and then maybe sometimes fizzled out. But then it's not like the fact that I'm still somewhat successful in getting matches is is not as discouraging as it used to be.
2: That's good, and I think you just need to kind of go on that. And I really think it's it's. I'm not going to say it's going to happen when it happens. What I'm going to say is that. I think you need to explore why the longest relationship you've been in is six months. I think you need to be a little selfish about what you're looking for. And if you just want a relationship, um, that you have to make sure that the person, the, that, that the person you are finding fits that quota. You know, mm-hmm. I would say meet the person first, let the relationship come after.
0: Make sense. So kind of don't go
2: into it. Thinking that there's going to be long-term. Okay. Just let
0: it develop. Mm, Let it develop.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: Of the reading and the context of it, how does that fit into a world that is kind of still in pandemic or kind of now just coming out of a pandemic world where socialization is now maybe becoming possible again or maybe still not
2: really... How does, like, finding a relationship happen? Yeah, in the context of, of this reading. I would say... One, I think people are stirring and they're they're ready to get out. That's why I think in the context of this reading, the people that you meet are not necessarily the people you know. I think you're going to meet someone who is eager to go to... I'm using examples. Go to downtown Disney or go to a bar or go see theater. And I think that... It's your, within the context of this reading, it's your obligation to feel like, do I like that? You know, like if you're not a musical theater guy and you want to go on a date and they want to see Wicked and you're like, I really don't see myself sitting two and a half hours unless I'm going to get laid. You have to rethink that. So going back to that, I think it's, it's really finding people that you have either common interests in, or you really vibe with this person. Okay. Um, I also feel too coming out of a, a post-pandemic, you are gonna make, you are gonna make um, a few acquaintances, and and I think they're eager for that. I think it's gonna be better than it was before, personally for you. Let's have you pull two more cards, okay. So let's do this for relationships and this just for you. Okay? For relationships. Knight of swords. Pursue it. All the swords? Yeah. And the knights. If you want something, you have to go after it. Okay? No one's going to knock on the door and be like, okay, I'm ready to date you. You know, you have to pursue, you have to ask people out, you have to do. And I hate to say that it's a curse of being a male, but it's kind of the curse of being a male, you know? Um, and then for you, you got the two of coins. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. It's okay to ask someone out for dinner and then ask someone else out the next day for breakfast or brunch. Okay. Explore those options before you commit to one person. Make sense? Yeah. Awesome. I hope that helps. Would you be able to like
0: describe to me kind of more like the general meanings of, of some of these cards? Like not, not in the
2: context of, of, of your reading relationship, but just yeah. kind of, like what some of these so, mean. So high priestess, intuition. Okay. Ten of coins, completion. Okay. Success, prosperity. Um, nine of swords, stress, anxiety, and burden. Um, The Lovers, Relationship, Partnership, Mutual Connection, Mutual Attraction. Um, Seven of Swords is the Thief, so someone breaking your heart, stealing in context you're reading, but reclaiming. Um, You get the King of Swords, Overcoming an Obstacle, uh, Page of Swords, usually a little insecure or a new beginning um, trying really hard to like fit in and fight king of pentacles financial stability uh the smart selfishness assertive uh strength which is um endurance um putting yourself first taking initiative the emperor he is the he is the builder um being selfish focusing on yourself to, it's card of tenacity. Um, he's also the entrepreneur, so he knows how to like spin things and, and, and make things profitable. Um, you have the Knight of Swords. So once again, fighting for what it is that you want, rushing into something, overcoming obstacles. And then you have the two of coins, um, income from multiple directions. Balancing income, balancing prosperity.
0: What, what was your process for like
2: figuring out and laying out this spread? I was thinking of your question, so I thought of your question. I thought, how do we get a journey with your question? How do we get your answer? Um, and then I pretty much make up my own spreads. I mean, I have some that I use, like that are cataloged, uh, but for the most part, I just kind of go off. So I want to see where you were, the obstacles you'll face in regards to that, what the next three months kind of looks like, mm-hmm. your your holdups, um, yeah
0: thank you again to jenna jessica and mystic dylan for these readings you can find jenna at bell book and tarot on instagram that's underscore bell underscore book underscore and underscore tarot underscore where you can see the general readings she posts and book your own reading session Jessica and Mystic Dylan can both be reached at the Old World Emporium in Newhall, California, with old spelled with an E. Their website, oldworldemporium.com, or on Instagram at the Old World Emporium. This episode was produced, written, and edited by me, Matt Fernandez, for The Dark Domain and Mars on Life.